Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what you Again, guys are, isn't it? I feel like I'm in the middle of They're a marriage just two here. parents who happen to be daddies. <laughs> Waddies. <laughs> They're just two parents who happen to be dads. One called Harley, the other one is Wads. It's not really Wads, it's Wade. But Wade doesn't rhyme with dads. It's shitting with the door open. <laughs> uh, I was just reading a great article. Anyway, this is shitting with the door open. <laughs> I'm Harley Breen, that's Wade Duffin, and soon we will introduce you to our very first ever guest on the podcast, uh, which is only take, was uh, episode 20 or something? 20 episodes, and I reckon every 20th episode <laughs> we'll have a guest. <laughs> you get 20 of Wade and I, and then boom, guest. You get one guest. We won't, we won't play it uh, too long without bringing the guest in. Um, fantastic comedian, uh, known uh, A-grade mother, and uh, the other half of you, Wade Duffin, it That's is right. Claire Hooper. Hooray. Hi, shitters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we call them shitters. No, nah, that's a thing now. Is I it? did it on social media. See? Did you? You call them shitters. Is that hey thinking, shitters? I was thinking shit cunts, but then oh. I thought, oh, that's a bit. <laughs> hey, nah, that's too dumb right. dumb. Okay. <laughs> it's a bit rough. You're going to enjoy doing the podcast with me, aren't you? <laughs> all right. Cool. Clean up your language. Already, right. I feel like a marriage mediator. <laughs> <laughs> I regret this decision immediately. Well, to be fair, it wasn't your decision. Harley no. and I decided yeah. it was happening. Yeah, we were going to do one without you. I know. When you went to Ho Chi Minh City. Oh, Mate, I don't right. care what happened when I was in Ho Chi Minh. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have, oh, we had an affair where you were gone. I couldn't care less. <laughs> well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> we went to, from mates hanging out to we're having an affair while Wade's away. Doesn't matter. Well, Wade's away. Uh, you, have you listened to every episode? No. Nah. No. But I got. Me I, either. I, 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 I don't know where I'm up to. You're so committed. <laughs> I listened to the one where we did, but it was just all the theme song. That was awesome. <laughs> did you hear great. that one? Yeah, yeah, that was a beaut. Um, yeah, that was some really good work. I didn't, oh, I don't know what I, maybe I got to about 14. Oh, is that all? Oh. Oh, you really dropped away. What? That's only like, I'm no, only hey, a you're little doing bit well. behind. That's I'm fine. I'm doing better than a lot of people, I'm sure. A lot of people out there will have listened to all of them, though. And I'm yeah. not married to well, you. A little support. Well, yeah, that's but all I'm I couldn't saying. take the tension. I mean, it is very hard having the lingering threat of being mentioned in a negative light hanging over you as you listen to oh, it. Oh, is it now? Well, <laughs> is it? <laughs> hold a up. A bit tense. No. Just hold up before no. we get into that. No. I've, treated those, I've treated those last five podcasts like you've treated my entire career, and I've said, well, if I don't have to see it or hear it, then it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is, it brings me to my first question. How do you feel you feel? Fared in the podcast thus far. Oh, absolutely! No, it's been a delight to right. listen to. Ah, you represented me well. That's He's yep. been very nice. To you me. should no, hear the bits fine. he edited out. Look, I reckon the um the the difficult thing to listen. To, you know, it's easier to listen to something that you have no investment in. But every now and then, you'll tell a story, and I'll be like, "That is not the day it happened on. That is not yes. how it happened, and yeah. it's not an important difference. So it's certainly not." Worth going through my notebook right now and clarifying some things. Which is um, odd, by the way, because as a stand-up comedian, I'd imagine you're very similar to me, where the truth is the least important part about the story. Uh, <laughs> no, I think Claire is yeah, the exact I mean, opposite to no, that. No, that's not... Well, look, to, look. There, there are stories that have... Um, where I've maybe... Um, not even deliberately, but I've combined a story with a different location 
And right. now Cheers. I have trouble remember them, remembering the actual thing correctly, and I feel I'm, I'm not I'm uncomfortable with how much it, how much doing a joke repeatedly can distort your actual memory of something, and I'm not yeah. interested in. Well, yeah, I've created you, I've yeah. created uh, false memories in my life <laughs> where I, I I look back on stuff and go, remember when that happened? And I'm like, no, that never happened. I just made that up, like when my brother knocked a horse out. That didn't happen. <laughs> oh, and Spoiler you remember? Alert. The, yeah. He did punch a horse, though. This is completely off topic. <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway. Randall horse punching brain, no longer the so, favourite. So I'm just saying, me and my difficult relationship with the truth and, and the accuracy of stories, mm. I uh, sometimes I find the podcast stressful to listen to just because I'm like, that didn't, no, it wasn't like that. No, she, you know. Yeah. Are you like an AM listener? She fell asleep at 11 o'clock, not 12 o'clock. Like just <laughs> yeah. stupid stuff You're like, like that. an AM listener for shitting with the door open. That is exactly what It's not what like I that. Yeah. <laughs> it's the government's fault. <laughs> now, how do you... Yeah. Uh, this is uh, uh, in conjunction with your relationship with Wade, but just you individually. Mm. Uh, how do you find it being a travelling stand-up slash mother? Yeah, it's interesting because I do have a lot of friends who have kids, but um, they are, you know, like I, we hang out with Danny McGinley and Ben yeah. Lomas and we hang out with Dave Thornton a bit, yes. you know. And so I see, I feel like, and it's not their fault or my fault, but I feel like it's a little bit easier for the guys. And yeah. it certainly in these first few years has been challenging because, and I reckon I could have worked out a way of making it easier on myself, but then you don't become a parent to make it easier on yourself, I guess what I'm trying to say is like I'd, in the first in the first year of Penny's life, yes. she came with me when I travelled. Yes, because she breastfed for a year, and I was uncomfortable with the idea. Oh, you know what? She just couldn't take a bottle, and yeah, I just yeah. thought I can't. You know, like you, man, the the world wouldn't end. She wouldn't starve. Yeah. But I certainly, you know, like you're trained. You're a first time mum. You're trained to not, oh, not trained. You are created to not be able to cope with the idea of causing your child any discomfort. Yeah. So she went with me and it is a really, I mean, I remember my first Adelaide that like sitting in a dark room, breastfeeding your child to sleep, creeping out of the dark room, exchanging like hotel key with the babysitter at the door and then walking immediately on stage now into the bright lights is yeah. a real... Still one nipple leaking. A... <laughs> yeah, <it's a> <laughs> the other tip is out. <laughs> you oh, were hectic. <laughs> like I thought it was, yeah, I thought I was doing a really good job. But since I've tra- started travelling without either of the girls, so like Sylvia stopped travelling with me at about seven or eight months because she was a real seat kicker on the planes. Like she was just a little bit. Yeah. But Sylvia never travelled with you as much as she Penny. didn't travel She's as baby much number because two. she embraced yeah. the bottle and she was number two. Yeah. She was got on the, the key was getting her on the bottle is um, yeah. early. Yeah. Um, anyway, whatever. It's boring. But from the point where I stopped travelling with the girls, I realised that I was doing a 5 to 10% better job on stage, which is not that much, but it's significant. Oh, right. It's a lot when easier when they're not there. for your presence. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you get the question that I have only got a few times, but you would get it repeatedly, who's got the kids? Oh, my God. I'm like, Who's got yeah. the kids? I'm so surprised at the because this is normal for us. Yeah. Like Wade looking after the girls yeah. and I go to work is yes. normal for us. He goes to work as well, but like it, it is. It, yeah, man, it's the people that call daddy's looking after the kids babysitting. Yeah, and it's 
Man, I've just... <laughs> Did you use the term daddy? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you Again, guys are, isn't it? I feel like I'm in the middle of They're a marriage just two here. parents who happen to be daddies. <laughs> Waddies. <laughs> it's not really Waddies, it's Wade. <laughs> but yeah, I fully get that. Like I was... Man, I was I was only away for a couple of nights recently, but yeah, I, gosh, what, where was I? Well, I don't know. I was, I was at an event or something and it was like, oh, so... How old are your kids? And I said one and a half and three and a half. And they were like, "Oh, who are they with?" And I'm like, "Their dad." And they and it, I honestly think they tilted their head back to like compute. You know, <laughs> yes. like it was a real like, like a. And I think it's offensive to both genders. Like it, it yeah. took them full you know? seconds to go. Oh yeah, like like that made sense. And also, what are they asking the question for? Like, you're such a horrid mother that you just left them at home on their own. Oh, like yeah. if it wasn't a dad, it's a carer or a grandparent. I carry a little bit of guilt, Harley. Thanks for rubbing me. <laughs> I in do, the car. but I do have to remind myself. No, Wade is genuinely better than me. like. Is if if there is to be only one parent with the right. kids, Wade is generally doing a better job. They might watch better more TV, but they eat better food, and the household is generally calmer. Yeah, Whereas I, think, I, like, I just I roller days. coaster a bit. Right. When I'm with them, I think if we're talking like a long term, like say three or four yeah, days, I probably I would I would back myself. But yeah, over a you day, would be the better one. You're, you're the better pretty, parent. I but am is, is a I'm little pr- bit. Better. I am great. I'm probably better than heaps of other parents. 60, but I'm 40, not as good as. If that's Wade. how we're going to go percentage wise, <laughs> I'm not as 60 good as Waddy. Forty good. <laughs> Waddies. But uh, is that in part because uh, the relationship has always been that he's the primary carer and you uh, no, no, have the job that like takes that. you away? I. No, 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 Wade's, Wade's I've come had and long gone periods from of the primary care yeah. role. Because when he was... You, the, You're you just know, better like, as well. He's done two stints I'm of just... managing um, two different wine stores. Yes. And it was longer with Penn. I spent a lot of days at home yeah. with Penn. Um, and you, you know, like a wine store just has the, so, this, the sort of hours where I was doing the dinner as well. And I'm just yeah. nowhere near as confident feeding the yeah. child. It was fine. I just... Yeah, but like she ate. She ate fine. I just, I'm just not like you. I'm just not at ease. This is great. Yeah, I, I think it would be that I don't get as upset by the sound of uh, their crying. Oh, I reckon that might be the key. Yeah. Well, uh, I do. I truly. Not believe- saying I don't get upset. Like, I, like sometimes it winds me up, but I feel like it winds you up a bit more, and so that's why. And I'm more comfortable to go. Oh, you yeah, guys are upset. Like, Watch TV for ten minutes, and I will. Yeah, walk away. Yeah, when they start away. crying, I'm like, you know, in a, especially I'm when like I'm a, by myself. A woman in a black and white movie. I put my the back of my hand on my forehead. And I, throw, <laughs> I throw myself to the floor. Very rational behaviour. Yeah. But the, there's, I I will never know what it feels like uh, to be a mother, as uh, you won't ever know what it feels like to be a father. But I feel like a baby's crying has a a physical reaction in a mother different to the physical reaction in a father. I can be in a room with my baby crying and be neither here nor there about it. Um, now, I've listened to the podcast and I know it I know it gets to you eventually. It does eventually. Eventually. Yeah, I reckon it's, I mean, it's like it's It's like the sound of it. Just called out. Ooh. I love it. I got fact-checked on my own podcast. <laughs> Mate, I can't remember what I said. All I know is a mate of mine looked after Leonard once, Heath Franklin. And he said, that kid of yours lives vertically because he's always up stuff. Um, honestly, I reckon the sound of your baby particularly, but also your kid crying, res- makes your um, cells vibrate. 
That's what it feels like. See, that's what I think is the difference. Yeah, it's I'd, like, you know, like it's, it's, I don't know, I'm trying to think of an actual natural world example of that, you know, like it's like, <laughs> it's like the brown note, you know, like it just yeah. affects your whole body <laughs> yes. rather than yeah. Yeah. just, yeah. It's, it's not that you hear it, it's that your whole body jingle jangles. Well, I, and, I, and I think, and I can only speak for myself, but I think that is a, a huge physiological difference. Yeah, you see, you see, you know, you see the kid crying and you see Wade stand there and look at it with his hands on his hips like, hmm, the baby is making a noise. Like, it's so, <laughs> it doesn't, you know, yeah, you, it's not an emotional reaction. No. I could just walk past, go, all right, up you get, and then just kind of keep going. Yes. I feel like if you keep addressing the baby crying, they're just going to escalate and escalate and escalate. It's well, funny you bring why that why do up. they make us like that? <laughs> um... I'll start. I'm going to read out. Some, it's interesting you brought that up right then because um, there's a great article I was sent, and it's a segment that we're thinking about doing, Claire. And we like to think about stuff on the podcast. <laughs> we propose ideas on the podcast, <laughs> and then we don't follow through. Is our thing. <laughs> so one of the ideas was a segment called "Back in My Day" and how parenting has changed. Yeah. And so before I get into this, the, the couple of interesting things that happened in parenting in the past. Uh, just purely opinion-based, do you think that this generation, specifically you guys as parents, are better at parenting than your parents and that generation? Um, do you think we're doing it better now? Um, uh, a little bit here and there. My mum, my mum's pretty. My mum's pretty top-notch. Yeah, she was a primary school teacher. She mm-hmm. taught six-year-olds, and she was. Pretty much complete stay-at-home mum, and she had the temperament for it. Yes. Not everyone does. Not everyone flourishes in that stay-at-home mum role. Jackie saying that she would lose it occasionally. Yes, she did. I guess everybody. Does. My father was setting up a business, um, and he was he worked very hard, and he. She talks about how he didn't change a nappy till the third child. Right. So he was not at all absent because the business was on the same block of land yeah. as our home. Yeah. So he was around, but he was. But dad's not, working. He was not hands on. He yeah. was yeah. very like this is the this is the job I do. Very um, similar upbringing to me. Yeah, I to- I totally understand it, and it's very much of the time. Yeah. So I feel like we do that better. Like we share, you know, we, we play to each other's strengths better than my mum and dad did because mm-hmm. dad was just like, you do all of the things about the kids, whereas we shared out Wade and I. Yeah. But mum, you could argue my mum was a better parent because her temperament was better than was mine. Suited I de- we definitely have a different temperament and I am, yeah. But mum did break a toe kicking the window when dad wouldn't wake up one night. Well, that's to good. Help but out. also didn't your mum once... Think about leaving your dad because he chopped down a tree. So oh, yeah. she so also sometimes had. She's got a bit of the hoops. Yeah, that's know? irrational. So, so, no, or so... I've got a bit of my mum. <laughs> you know. She drove to Geraldton from Perth, but in fact, she did confess years later she didn't make it all the way. She got halfway up and um, stopped for a bowl of chips and then calmed <laughs> down and came home, but that was still many hours' drive. I think the lesson there is is that chips are a real problem solver. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to believe that, yeah. My grandma Pearl, yeah. uh, she would um, once every eight years have uh, a little emotional tantrum. She would cry and once every eight years. Once every eight years, and Granddad uh, Edgar would pack all the kids in the car and they'd go for a beach holiday. <laughs> holiday. <laughs> once every eight years, because he was a farmer, and that's just what you do. You farm. You don't farm five days a week. You farm 
seven days a week, you do. Uh, 365 days of the year. You well, can't yeah, stop. So my yeah. dad was, um, he was uh, setting up a garden centre. Working very, so very, very, is, very similar. Is, um, yeah. It is farming. It is, the watering has to happen yep. on the weekends. The customers are still in the, on the weekends. The plants are still growing on the weekends. That's Every right. morning you've got to go out and pick them all up because the winds have knocked them over. It's ex- There's things to do every day. It is yeah. the same as farming yeah. in, the, in the relentlessness of it. I mean, yeah. Some of those, but you know, like when your folks are running an accountancy firm, the work is still hard, but if you shut the front door on a Friday yep. night, you can have the weekend off. Like my dad was farming souls, so he had to <laughs> <laughs> oh, that continually be at work. Is that true? Yes, he, he, he was, was absolutely at work. He was always work. on call? The, yeah, the, the life of a, of a preacher, a reverend, um, pastor, is uh, certainly the type of reverend that my dad was. It wasn't a 40-hour-a-week job. I, I'd put it closer to 70 or 80. <gasps> but I imagine yeah. he would have been more emotionally available to you. Yes, he was. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, we didn't have an absent father by yeah. any stretch, but he was also had a lot of work to do, and it didn't matter what time day or night it was. If somebody felt like they had a need, yeah, then they were coming around to Dad's house. Yeah, right. And that's my <laughs> house. And you know, some mornings you'd wake up and there's just a, a a convicted criminal sitting at the table because he's just got out and didn't have anywhere to stay. And Dad's like, "Come and stay with my small children. <laughs> you seem safe." <laughs> Some scones. <laughs> that's got to have been, yeah. I mean, like, I can see why that's funny, but that's yep. got to have been good for you and y- your brothers and your sisters' engagement with the world. Maybe. I, no, I just you feel... would have liked. You would have liked a little bit more of. Well, this is our. Yeah, I, I've. I, this I, there is. Our was, space? There's been moments of my upbringing, and then the reflection of my upbringing, where I felt like our privacy as a family was jeopardised because of Dad's mm. job. Absolutely. And you, when you you know you think, what would Jesus do? Well, probably not put kids uh, in the same room as a convicted criminal. Now, Dad would listen to this and goes, "It was just once." Yeah, it was really just once. Yeah. I mean, I reckon we've all been in the room with a convicted criminal. It's oh well, just that- we all are now. <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> I totally forgot too to say congratulations to Wade because the paternity test was just done on your second child, and turns out Sylvia is indeed your child because you showed me. The most wonderful video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you just oh, show, yeah, you showed him before? Of yeah, Sylvia yeah. Um, falling asleep while eating a pizza. I went, well, that's Duffin's child. <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest just video. nodding off and nom, 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 She nom, didn't want to want to stop eating pizza, but, but she was actually asleep. And then she so jolts funny. herself, not quite awake, but kind of awake, like the panda does when it realises that it's got a baby. Have you seen that video? It's very good. A, a mother panda all of a sudden dawns on her, that's right, I've got a kid, and oh. just sort of jolts and goes, oh, there it is. <laughs> anyway, moving on to uh, some more um You're going to have parenting. to post the panda video now. Obviously. Yeah, if I was in commercial radio, I would. <laughs> but we're not. Now, I just have one more thing I wanted to read from this article, which I thought was also uh, an interesting change uh, in the way we parent now. Um, most parents... So this this bit is titled No Cuddling. Most parents take any opportunity they can to snuggle with their baby, but it actually used to be frowned upon. In fact, in the 1910s, it was believed that you should touch your baby as little as possible because it was thought to make a child spoiled. This trend even continued into the 20s, encouraging parents to resist hugging or kissing their children. Thoughts? 
What a world. What a world. Imagine not being able to give, like, PJ or Silo a hug. What is the point in having kids? If you can't just Sorry, if you can't have a little koala around your arm. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you wonder why there was maybe some Yeah, I know. Track tra- that into the yeah. 20s, 30s, 30s and 40s. 40s. And look oh, at the... Yeah, look at the two world wars, you say. Because <laughs> <laughs> people weren't getting cuddled. <laughs> have a cuddle. So angry they had to go and fight Hitler. Well, yeah, man. It, yeah. Look, I, I know... There's plenty of research, again, to yeah. show that it is very healthy for kids to be to, to be given comf- comfort from their parents. Yeah. All oh. the time. I think I just, my heart aches for all those little ones who but grew up to like, be very, probably very uptight Imagine, adults. like, looking after your girls or boys. Yeah. Uh, and you, they're, getting, they're being frustrating and, and, they, and you're getting angry at them and stuff. And then, but that's the only emotion you can show them. Like, you can't show them any, like, love. It's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, so it's only stern, 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 and then you I don't bet, get that release either. You don't get that like. I bet, awesome he, hug. bet heaps of people were cheating. Oh yeah. Close, oh yeah. Close yeah. the curtains, Glynis. <laughs> we're going to give them cuddles. At all, did it? <laughs> <laughs> don't you tell anybody about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a special mummy cuddle. <laughs> Your face, as Wade was doing that, was the greatest. <laughs> um, I took Leonard to school one day and uh, gave him a kiss on the mouth. Goodbye. Um, because of my boy. And his mate shamed him for it. And Christ. I went, well, fuck that. That's happening uh, more now. That's, that's Man, not that surprising. is kids, though. So, yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's surprising. not surprising. Like, if I saw you get a kiss on the mouth by Peter, <laughs> I, would, I would not stop giving him a kiss. Oh, we kiss on the mouth all the time. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, that's, I mean, it's really tricky because... Um, because you you know you can you can have the way you can have your way with your family, but your kid does go to school and kids are young kids are all about. Uh, we were having this conversation yesterday, me and a mate, and uh, kids are all about finding the markers of their gender and the markers of their age, and that you yep. know, like they're really obsessed with. We are seven, yes. and we are boys, and we you know like yeah. we are these things, and these are the rules around that, and yeah, and. I fully understand it. And that those kid, rules are different for each family. That is an asshole thing for that little kid to do, but yeah. it is the thing that little kids oh, do. Oh, no, totally. Oh, you kiss your dad on the mouth. There's something. There's weakness. Let's yeah. get it. You know. Yeah. Let's dig in. And I also feel like oh, you bring like uh, tuna sandwiches to school. Mm-hmm. Weakness. Stinky fish boy. Stinky fish boy. Let's <laughs> yeah. get him. But I feel um, like this is a different thing for mums and dads. Again, I feel like for my own personal journey, there is. It, it, I'm a little bit concerned about judgment of physical contact with my children more than a mother perhaps is. Once again, I I don't know what it's like to be a mother. But I know that in society there are different judgments on male caregivers as opposed to female caregivers. Certainly people perceive women as less physically threatening than men. You know, people are quicker to think that. Totally. That a man might have sinister intentions yeah. with what he's doing. But if you, gosh, I mean, if you had any sinister intentions, you wouldn't be doing it in public. No. Well, that's that's what I would yeah. think. And also, we brought it on ourselves. So, only ourselves to blame. <laughs> now, uh, it's taken us a long time to get you on. And we've done a lot of talking about your life, Claire, uh, because Wade is in it. And that's what we've been doing. Um, and Wade talked about the birthing story of which child was the second? Or was it PJ? Yeah, story did you tell? Uh, I think I said, told them both, but Silas was very straightforward. Was I it? Thought. 
Silas was the one where you were trying to give me like a rugby pep talk. Like, <laughs> do it, do it for Retima. Do it for the All Blacks, babes. Do it for the All Blacks. And then you were kind of looking at me. The nurses were like, "Oh, come on, that's good gear." Come on, get <laughs> on board. They? I don't know that they were babes. No, they were looking at me going, oh, shut up a bit there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then I also remember the first one being like kind of pushed aside by the midwives. And you were allowed to be a bit more involved second time, were you? I felt I was a little maybe bit more involved. Maybe there was more going on with Penn than you realised. You know, maybe they were. I mean, like um, the waters had broken. There was meconium yeah. in the waters. I like to make Penny it all about me. She couldn't get out. She, couldn't get out. she had situation. to have, yeah. There, oh, she, was, yeah. she was floating around with the poo. Yeah. She had to be squished out. You know, her head was yes. all squished. She wasn't breathing initially. Isn't that funny? So. Because <laughs> <laughs> I knew all that was happening. But I'm like, now that you say it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that does sound Maybe pretty bad. Maybe that is why they were focused. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you're in the background you... going, go to the old blags. Hey, everybody. Can That's... I hold Can I hold the scissor things? No, no. Just, no, no. Is it time? Some, can you give us some space there? How did you feel going in it? It's your first uh, birth. Man, you don't know. It feels very unreal. The whole, yeah. You know, the whole time you're like... Oh, it's like being in a movie about somebody going to the hospital. And then, right. you know, like the pain gets a bit more intense and you're like, oh, I think it's happening, but it's never happened before. So I don't know. It's really, right. it's very, for me, it was very out of body and I would have liked to connect with it a bit more. And I remember Ellie Parker saying to me, a mate, saying, Great lady. You'll enjoy, Great she's like, you'll enjoy the second one. You'll almost enjoy the pain. And at the time, I actually, in the middle of labor, I started writing a tweet, to, a tweet, a t- text to her that was, no, I'm not. But then I was, I didn't send it because I got busy. Yes. Um, <laughs> That's what happened the, but, before but, you got pregnant. Hey. But I reflect back on her. <laughs> I reflect back on the second labour and I'm like, look, I didn't enjoy the pain or anything, but I felt much more in control of it. I didn't feel like I was having an out-of-body experience. I was very present. Right. Because you had the epi for the first one as well. Yeah, and it didn't work very well and we had it too late. You know, we had it quite late in the piece. I'd gone through a lot of pain. I wanted to see if I could do it by myself and the nurse was a bit like... It's late in the night and this is not going to happen for ages and we don't... You know, like it was a yeah, nice... She was. She, it, she bailed me out in a way. She went, this is going to help you Later not on, get right. so tired you can't finish getting the baby out. You know, like it was oh, very nice. Baby. So then am I assuming that you didn't have drugs for the second one? Yeah, I did. Didn't I have pethidine or something? You had something, had but something. it wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't as, an epi. It was like a, a... It wasn't as... I honestly can't even remember what I... I must have had pethidine. I remember must the have had eggs some were a bit cold on your breakfast. Yeah, that's right. Uh, um, yeah. I had two breakfasts. Let's not talk about the late... Yeah, it was, it was great. It was an incredible experience with Syl because it was the second time and I was, I was right there. And I just, you kept, I was too, the whole first pushing pen out was like, oh, this is really happening to me. You know, like I just, you know, when you just keep trying to pinch yourself to be like, be, be here, but you're just like, I don't know what's going on. It's happening to somebody else's body. I'm in a lot of pain and this is happening a long way away. And it was very odd. Second one was great. Really hurt, but I was really there. Right. Like I really felt like I was doing it rather yes. than having it happen to me. Not being distracted from a really huge thing that you should probably should be But it's very hard. To, there are a lot of big moments in life you, yes. that happens to you. You're like, you're like, notice it happening. Be here. Be, this is, remember this. You know, like you, you get yep. a bit caught up in your own head. And so do yeah. you feel like that you have maybe... Uh, forgotten details because that's just what we do. Oh, you meant to, yeah. yeah. I was in a lot of pain. Right. 
I was. It's horrible. It's the first just one, you really kind of horrible pain. What? Tore some stuff open, didn't you? Oh yeah, absolutely. In the back end. Hello. Uh, yeah, he he didn't he do a little snip snip. I thought so. Yeah. Tear? I'm pretty sure that's what we he did. To, he I did can, stitches. I can cut that out. If he did. No, you're right. Well, we're not now. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> he did stitches, okay. and I got <laughs> Sill out myself. Yeah. Um, and Sill came out like a nice round fucking soccer ball head. Yeah, she did. She wants PJ up. was all a mango seed squished. Yeah, like a mango yeah. Seed, like yeah. A Pen, mango. And then her head was went, really oh, messed up, but out. Sill slipped out right. Yeah. Um, and then what, what I a remember, great quote for life for Sylvia. <laughs> Sill slipped out right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I remember that wonderful first night in the hospital where we were very lucky to get a queen size bed, very or a double bed, because not everybody does. <laughs> a lot of men have to sleep in an armchair. Yes, but they do because it's and good that's to hard be on there. Us. It's good to be there. And I'd had a very big night, and I had. And I just remember, I mean, the blanket wasn't great because they're the blankets that are easily laundered. That's the whole point of all the linens at a hospital. They're all about they're very being light. easily laundered. Was, yes. And I just weighed, huffed and humphed <laughs> about how uncomfortable he was next to me. And then it, I just remember him getting up and, I, and just wordlessly, but whilst snorting through his nose, getting towels out of the bathroom and lying them on the floor. And I'm like, here we go. The big flamboyant show. Of, I'll probably be more comfortable on the towels on the ground. He lays out the towels and then he lies down on his side and on his back and he, I can't get comfortable. And I was like, maybe just go home. I was like, just get him out of here. If it makes you feel better, that's almost identical to how I told the story. I, I didn't paint myself in a good light when I told it. Very open about the fact it was a dick thing to do. It was just but I couldn't sleep. I was right under the air conditioner. I bought the wrong pyjama pants. It's two in the morning and I'm lying there trying to get to sleep and you're flapping out towels on the ground as though that was... You got to lay down and give birth. I was standing. I wasn't. I wasn't even lying down. (laughs) My favourite story that came out of uh, PJ's uh, arrival into the world was uh, I was speaking to Wade maybe a week later and you, you were on the phone to your boss who had said to you, What's it like? Because you're a first-time yeah. parent, and you walked in at the moment that Wade said something to the effect of, "Well, it's not like watching the All Blacks win the World Cup." <laughs> That's true. I thought you were on your phone to, to your dad. dad. Oh, was it your dad? I thought it was your boss. Oh, oh, yeah. I thought it was Barry because, of course, yeah. your boss wouldn't understand because you just learned it wasn't like. I didn't get as emotional as when we won the World Cup. Yeah. Is what you said, <laughs> it's true. I did it. That was and a 20, 27 year release, though. Yeah, you know, twenty eight years. Yeah, this was only a nine month build up. That's right. Yeah, and and to be honest, I think you had the same thing. I just I don't think we knew what was happening to us. I no, just, but also as we talked about before, like I, I the felt, baby came out, I was like, oh, this is nice. The baby's here. Uh, like, well, this is my existence. But then it was a f- long time later where I was like, ah, oh, fucking legend down here. Look at this guy. Fucking look at Rad. When did we... Fucking um, nuts. When, when did we start... When did we start saying... They, they got to a point where you couldn't wait for them to go to sleep at night, but the minute they were asleep, you'd sit on the couch going, let's get them up. Yes. Let's get them up. Let's get her up. 
the moment that they went to sleep. And was that at about four or five months? I Do you reckon, reckon it was that? You think it was even later? A bit later, seven or eight yeah, months. Right. Well, from my own experience, I'd say it's about the six to nine month mark is yeah, yeah. when they start to come alive and you're actually getting some interaction out of them. Congratulations, yeah. Walter. Yeah. Well done, mate. I care about you. <laughs> <laughs> now, in parting... Claire, thank you very much for being our first guest. I think it's been good. Uh, is there some right of reply uh, statements you'd like to make about any of the stories we've done on the podcast? Any of the, the stories that Wade has told about parenting? For instance, do you think sucking dick is parenting? No, it's not parenting. <laughs> hey, it's definitely not, it's not parenting. And that's all we're saying. <laughs> do it as much as you want, Claire Hooper. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> Not naming names, not looking at anyone in particular, babes, but it's just not parenting. It's not parenting. Yeah. Girls are at uh, daycare today, that's all I'm saying. We've got the free day ahead of us. An open road. I will show myself out. <laughs> the journey begins. Whenever you're ready. Uh, uh, very funny. <laughs> well, uh, we, we've I got just thought it would make it more awkward if I stopped speaking yeah, for ages. Uh, it was really good. I didn't feel awkward at all. I felt hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> what a man. The anticipation, I thought, all that's right. killing her. Well, look, let's do an online survey then. Let's just get that. Okay. Yeah, we'll do an online survey of his sucking dick parenting. No. The other survey. Hey, for those of our listeners that are new to the Claire Hooper train, I can recommend getting on it. Go and see Claire Hooper. You've got shows coming up, but what's the best way of people finding out about you? Social media? Great question. <laughs> that's right. You're not very... Not very You're not very on the social. No, on Instagram. You're on Instagram. That's the only one I'm friends with. But Find I out. But I have a professional Facebook and my gigs will be put on Facebook. Great. But I'll be doing the festival circuit next year, so I'll make it to quite a, quite a few capital cities. Um, Perth, Canberra, Melbourne. That's not many of them, is it? That's but three. That's three and I'll work on the rest. There you go, listeners. Get on board. Yeah. Uh, and also hit subscribe. That'd be great. And tell your friends and Shared go and about. like the Facebook page. Dads.